I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys this is the hollywood life podcast and we've got so much to talk about this week just when you thought celebrities might be quiet because there is so much going on in the world they are totally not. They are going ahead and doing all their celebrity things. And here to talk about it with me is Emily Longaretta, our entertainment editor. Sort of like a joke about wanting to like bang Burt Reynolds. Not that it was a joke, like I would totally do it. And people are like, he's like 80 Trish. And I was like, that's my age range. Like that's my number. Listen, I still got the eye of the tiger. You know that. Look, Rocky, you got the eye of a tiger and the IQ of a lima bean. Yo, Hi guys, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. We have a lot of good stuff to talk about. We do. We've got to talk about Wendy Williams. Wendy is getting so much blowback from celebrities now that she has her own cheating scandal. Digging herself a hole. Yeah, with rumors (laughs) that her husband has had a mistress for the last 10 years who he has put up in a house and give diamond rings to. A lot of celebrities are feeling like she's getting payback. And uh, speaking of P words... There is so much pregnancy going on in the Kardashian-Jenner family. There are now three pregnancies. So Kylie pregnant, Chloe pregnant, and Kim with a surrogate pregnant. And we have got news on this whole situation. Speaking of situations, T.I. and Tiny, they are completely officially back together. They even have said it publicly. And Hollywood Life has been calling this for some time. We were right. We knew they were going to be back together. They're always come. They always come back to each other. Well, eventually. But we have been saying that they're back together. First that it was going to happen, that the divorce would be off and they'd be back together. And now they are officially back on. And then crazy who is on Scott Disick and Sophia Oh, Richie, Sophia Richie. I was going to call her <laughs> Sophia Carson for a second because you know I have problems with names. You love Sophia Carson. We just love her so much. We, That's we why. do. Sophia Richie. He's 34. She's 19. What the hell? We've got Sounds lots. Crazy. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, there are certain very important people in their lives who are praying that this will not last. <laughs> and now, before we dig into all of that, we're not alone here. We've got Gino, the producer. Most times I'm a kind warrior out here. Occasionally I am challenged. And in that case, the kind warrior must, must, must become a samurai. Cali, styling, profiling. Gina from the West Coast, back in the house. Um, West Coast? What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> it's a fun I, little I th- intro. I think you're just kind of over on the left side of the table. <laughs> Like your left side, Emily's right. I'm like, wait, left. I'm not sure the geography. Left coast. He's on the left side of the table. I'm not sure the geography of this room is like is interesting to the listeners. Um, But you know what is interesting to the listeners every single week is our crushes. So we'll start as we always do with at Emily Longaretta. I heard there's an old man that you were crushing on this week, Emily. I'm so upset about this, guys, because Hugh Hefner passed away, and he is one of my crushes. It's no surprise that he's in my age range. 91, that would be. 91, he has passed away. And, you know, he lived quite the life. Everyone, you know, I remember when he passed away, everyone was on Twitter was saying, we all are saying he's died, but he really lived. Let's be honest. He made the most of those 91 years. That's right. He did. In bed and out of bed. (laughs) I was distraught. But, you know, I think that everyone is kind of, we were hearing that everyone is gathered by him the whole last couple weeks of his life. His wife wasn't by his side. She wouldn't I know you were side. really upset because you're even younger than his wife, Crystal. <laughs> Crystal's 31. Yeah. He married her when good, she was 26. Good God. And I'm, people I'm, never thought this marriage would last, but no. apparently she was very attentive. Like yeah. she was not just a gold digger. Well, no, she signed a prenup. So she wasn't in her money. His money was completely going to his business and his family, not his wife. So I think that that's amazing. I think she was a great person. And hopefully I can follow and find a man like him. Plus he probably didn't. <laughs> that old. <laughs> he probably didn't remember that he was married anyway. So every okay. morning he'd wake up and be like, oh, I'm married. Oh, great. <laughs> great. I've got this hot, hot young blonde. But apparently, so here's what we heard. So she turned out to be very devoted wife and you know was taking him to all his doctor's appointments was always by his side Mm -hmm. was arranging for him to have massages and therapy and everything and he did leave her five million dollars and a house so he took care of her yeah but she was doing all this before he did all those things and you know but i'm sorry emily because (laughs) you still could have had a shot no i missed my chance i'm very upset about it very strong guys (laughs) well we'll have to keep an eye out for other like I guess they have to be more than septuagenarians to get into your (laughs) to 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 really you know be appealing to to you yeah that's right what's the word for the 90s because there's a septuagenarian then there's an octogenarian for 80s yeah what is it I know I'm stumped I don't know, no, but no I one feel knows. like I should find it and put it in my Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for no one. one. No one has even expected to really make it that far. There's not is even there, a word for it. Is there a dating app for guys that old? <laughs> that's Seriously, that's what you should go on. I need to find yeah. one. Like seniors.com, seniors match. <laughs> seniorsonly.com yeah (laughs) there's this really good new podcast called dirty john um it's on the top of the itunes charts and there is a dating app on it for people who are older than 55 so i know that exists. okay so it's a start yeah it gets you started emily (laughs) i'm like how are are any of your dads still alive (laughs) retired retired yeah match.com there's gotta be retired and rich (laughs) (laughs) yeah even better (laughs) the eponymous dirty john of the dirty john podcast turns out to be a con man who isn't actually a doctor with three houses oh, and, and he's yikes yeah and he's probably not even old it probably turns out he's 25 Ugh, usually it's no, like he's, the he's old, old guys per, young guys oh, pretending and that's the other way around yikes well wow. emily we'll have to look into this for Keep you an eye out. okay if any of you listeners out there know of any dating app for older men please you know write to us yes. let emily know emily has a boyfriend though i, I, should, I do I have a boyfriend say. but and he's not he's only 34 so She's looking for a sugar but we daddy. know that won't last sugar daddy on the side <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's doomed just like 
I just want his, I mean, his father's uh, unfortunately not around, so I'm, I'm, I'm doomed. Yes. His telomeres are too long. Oh, goodness. Um, Let's move on okay, to the next uh, crush. Well, at, at Bonnie underscore Fuller on Instagram and at Bonnie Fuller on the Twitters. Bonnie, what are you crushing on this week? I am really crushing on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel has become the conscience of the nation. He is the moral leader of our country right now. There's no moral leadership up at the top, and Jimmy is the one who's doing it. He did it when it came to health care. He had, you know, a, an enlightening experience when his little baby Billy was born and Billy was born with a heart defect and had to have open heart surgery the day he was born in order to survive. And apparently he's facing two more open heart surgeries and he's about 18, eight months old now. Cutest little thing. But Jimmy made heartfelt pleas four nights in a row on his show um, talking about why we parents, every parent in this nation needs to be able to afford all the health care necessary for their children. And in fact, all families, like everybody has to have health care and that should be a right. And he shamed, shamed, shamed the Republican health care bill out because it was not going to provide that health care. Now it turns out Jimmy is a native of Las Vegas. And so he has gone and, and spoken up on his show again and, and responded to all of the people, the people, the politicians, I'm not going to say people, because are they even people? The politicians who are saying that nothing can be done about gun control. Nothing can stop mass murders. And Jimmy said, yeah, a lot can be done. We can have sensible gun control laws. The The U.S. has like 10 or 12 times the amount of deaths by gun violence of any other country in the developed world. We have, I think, 4% of the world's population and half of the world's guns, um, privately owned guns. But here's Jimmy, Bonnie, to your point. I've been reading comments from people who say this is terrible, but there's nothing we can do about it. But I disagree with that uh, intensely because, of course, there's something we can do about it. There are a lot of things we can do about it. But we don't, which is interesting because when someone with a uh, beard attacks us, we tap phones, we invoke travel bans, we build walls, we take every possible precaution to make sure it doesn't happen again. But when an American buys a gun and kills other Americans, then there's nothing we can do about that. And uh, Second Amendment, I guess, our forefathers wanted us to have AK-47s is the argument, uh, I assume. Honey, I have a beard. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) is he talking about me (laughs) well i guess you better not pick up a gun because you know a beard and a gun well then you'd be banned from your own country but jimmy has really redefined this debate and of course the healthcare debate literally the terms of the debate he's redefined people are calling making sure kids are insured the jimmy kimmel rule and does your legislation pass or not pass the jimmy kimmel rule has become a new sort of litmus test for any proposed legislation from both sides so he's really become an important meme on on this subject well, you know what? it's really important to personalize what this means if you don't have health care and you know jimmy was in the hospital with his baby and there were lots of other parents there and like he said on his show for any of those of you who didn't hear, he said, I'm lucky I have the means that even if I didn't have good health insurance coverage, I would have been able to pay for all this. But most people don't, like 99% of Americans don't. Yeah. And why should your children suffer or, or not live because of it? Something that really drove this home um, to me, something really weird happened to me last week. Last oh, fr- yeah. Friday, I was in the office and all of a sudden I got like 
the worst vertigo I've ever had in my life. I've never had vertigo. Just my vision went double and the room started spinning. I almost fell out of my chair and HR crowd around me and they made me go to the hospital. What about me? I was here. I was the one Bonnie. who like, I, I checked you out. Yes. I got you to lie down on the floor. Yes. Bonnie brought me into, into our podcast. Series. She was like, lay down. I won't have any of this. Um, lay down and get better. Um, no, but then I was, I went by ambulance to the hospital. They didn't find anything wrong with me, but thank goodness. Um, I went subsequently to my uh, GP and um, they found there is something wrong with my heart is the situation. I really? have, yeah, I have some, I did an EKG and I have something called a right branch blockage. It's like Jeez. your, it's your heart having trouble sending blood to your body. So I have to go and see a specialist. I think I'm going to be okay. Um, but like, I wouldn't even have found this out if I didn't work here. And since insurance is, a and have health insurance, yes. which can listen, audience, audience, <laughs> just take a moment here. It took me three years to convince Gino to get help <laughs> yeah, to, to come on staff. Like he was like, Oh, I'm just going to work part time. I'm just going to work contracts. I don't want, because I don't want to lose my taxes and I don't, I can live without health insurance. I'm young. You see, this is what people think. I'm young and I'm healthy. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah. Like those people that don't want to, who are young and healthy and don't want to sign up for Obamacare. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Gino, you're limping around because he had a knee problem. <laughs> yeah, you I'm, need, you I'm, need knee surgery. You've got to, Come on yeah. staff and get your health insurance. And aren't you glad that I finally prevailed and you came on staff you and got your, your health you insurance? You owe your life to Bonnie. Yeah. I mean, I, just the ambulance trip and now I have to go see a specialist. Yeah. I would have been bankrupted by this. Yeah, thing you would have been. And all those tests they had to run on you. Yeah, I would have been in deep trouble, but I'm going to be okay because I do have insurance. So, yeah. you know. Jeez. So there you go. So we need proper health insurance for everybody and we need gun control so that you don't go to a concert and wonder whether you're taking your life in your hands. You're going to get sprayed by bullets coming at he, this guy, Stephen Paddock, yeah. he shot rounds after round after round of bullets from um he he modified his gun to be it's legal to be like a what do you call it a semi-automatic fully automatic fully automatic and it went on for nine to eleven minutes yeah it's probably a miracle that not more than 58 yeah. people died everything it's he horrifying. acquired was perfectly legal and you know whenever gun control legislation gets uh, talked about there's always a lot of talk about assault rifles banning assault rifles mm -hmm. and the argument against that by the nra and people who don't who are against gun control is that well that's not really the problem the problem is generally handguns like the big we have a problem of mass gun violence in the country but the biggest problem is actually suicides more deaths are by suicide but i think this and many other events shows you that these automatic weapons they are dangerous they're, and that they're, they're there's military no, weapons no reason to have them in no hands of you're civilians. not going to go hunting with them no there's no reason and you can't just buy a gun like this but if you can buy all the parts and make it yourself it's just as bad so i would be in support of not having these guns around oh, yeah. i mean even if you go to a gun range and rent a gun you can't rent a gun like this you know so and this guy had 43 weapons yeah. in his house and like 23 in the hotel room mm -hmm. he meant business he wanted to kill he just wanted yeah. to slaughter. So I just think all of you out there, like we all want to go to concerts and movies and, you know, be in crowds and not worry. In this, in the late nineties, there was a terrible, terrible mass shooting incident in Australia where right. dozens of people were murdered. And you know, the Australians said no more. And they, 
Basically, they, they instituted a giant gun buyback. They raised yeah. taxes to buy back all the weapons. It took a while, but they did it. And they don't have these problems anymore. And it's just repeat, repeat, repeat mm-hmm. here in America. It's every few months something yeah. like this happens. It's ridiculous. 33,000 people a year in states die from gun violence. It is so much more than any. It's three times the amount of even the closest country. And most of those people are turning guns on themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And like even if we instituted like waiting periods, you know, you can get people through that that really dangerous period where they're having those that suicidal ideation. I know, if they and just think about the teenagers, teenagers that get depressed and college yeah. students. The, NRA, dep- the NRA is very is has very small membership in compared to the size of this country. And they, they very small. Four apparently four million and there's fifty five million gun owners, which is a lot. Yes. But only four million belong to the NRA. The NRA is basically funded by the gun manufacturers they really exert a disproportionate influence on our politics and it's time for the rest of us to say no more of this shit Mm -hmm. we're done with it but um thank uh, you gino yeah gino's all worked up because he came he had a near-death experience (laughs) an out-of-body experience i was out of the office and i come back and everyone's like oh do you know what the ambulance came in i'm like wait what the ambulance jeez well, that sounds pretty scary. I'm glad that you have insurance. Thank and you, I'm Bonnie, glad that for forcing him to get it. I think that's a good thing. So do I. And <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that you're okay and that you found the source. Did they say that those symptoms would come from this issue you've got? My GP said, uh, yeah, it, it could be. Because I've been having like other symptoms like shortness of breath and stuff. And what I thought was just kind of like panic attacks. But, um, it, you know, it's because my heart isn't working properly. Wow, it's, it's giving it's really me that, like anxiety so I don't, I don't know there's no there's no real treatment but it can reverse if i guess so we'll see um but <laughs> something else even more depressing <laughs> if that's even possible so we lost a legend this week um tom petty yeah i and i just um i know heart issues yeah he was 66 and he died of cardiac arrest and um it's really young it know, is really young. were you guys fans yeah really a big fan yeah absolutely i was i was shamefully american I, girl yeah it, such an iconic rock star shamefully i my dad foisted this music upon me as a kid and i rebelled <laughs> i used to call tom petty tom pitiful and i just wouldn't i, <laughs> I didn't want to listen to it but like obviously since then I'm, i've gained a <laughs> tremendous amount of respect and for him and his music and the greatest thing about tom petty is that um you guys may have heard the story in 1987 he was in the middle of this huge lawsuit uh some company used one of his songs without his permission. And the day after that, the the judge settled the suit in his favor. Someone came to his house and burned it to the ground (gasps) while he was, he barely got his family out alive. That's terrifying. And um, I mean, they barely escaped with their life and they lost absolutely everything. And in the aftermath of that fire, he wrote this song. And I think this sums up Tom Petty as good as anything can. Great song. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's important today, too. I really? Feel like, you know? Really? This is just expresses yeah. his spirit. And I, I just want to say about him, too, is that you know, Tom Petty had a lot of troubles in his life. Mm-hmm. He was a heroin addict, and he credits his second wife, um, who was still married to him yeah. at the time of his death, of saving him from that. Yeah. Like, she was just so supportive that she pulled him through. And she's the one on the 911 call who, yeah. who was just desperately calling to yeah. get help. 66, the same age as my dad, just too young to die. My dad, too. Ooh, yeah. So scary. And he was touring earlier this year. Yeah. yeah. But it just goes to show, Gino, you got to take care of your health. Yeah. You never know. Absolutely. Yeah, you never know. I'll be next. So. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> dark. No. No. <laughs> Don't say that. No, no. we've saved you because yeah. now you know. What your issue is. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Um, anyway, Kylie Jenner is still pregnant, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just going to roll into the Kardashian-Jenner pregnancies here. Okay, so there's there are three. Kylie, of course, um, who we were learned about a couple weeks ago, quickly followed by Chloe, who we learned about. And, of course, we already knew that Kim had a circuit, and she finally confirmed it. Um, like, end of last week, yeah. she finally confirmed that mm-hmm. she had a surrogate. Um, now, the thing is, is that Kylie, though, has kind of gone into hiding. I'm sure yeah. all you Kylie lovers have noticed she's gone very dark on social media. Well, it's funny because she went from posts. Ever, obviously, anyone who follows her on Snapchat, Instagram knows that she's always live on her videos and just showing her body and her face and everything. And now she's still snapping, but it's always her makeup or her sisters or some. It's never her. We've no. not even seen a glance of her no. since. But we, we do know from our exclusive sources that she's. this is a decision she's made that she's just not comfortable yet really showing her body her pregnant body she wants to be sexy about it and she's just getting kind of used to as is normal like getting used to her new body and thinking about how to show it in a way that she's comfortable with but sexy she wants to continue i think pregnant women are sexy oh yeah and i mean her sisters are beautiful sexy like courtney and kim both looked great so i feel like she had also asked them for tips like how to pose and all that if they want to go that route because we're hearing they would also be interested in doing some shoots together all the two of them pregnant and yeah we're we're hearing like. that kylie and chloe would just love to do a dual pregnancy cover I would love where that. they're showing off their bare bellies how cool is that that you and your sister are both about the same amount pregnant they're both between four or five months pregnant right now did you guys see this report this week that kylie won't be able to get her lip injections during the length Wait, of we, did yeah, we did to. that we did that we talked to yeah. um plastic surgeons about it at hollywood life and they said no that they would absolutely not recommend it the be the thing is they don't know whether it would be dangerous but nobody wants to find out right, like you, you would never risk it you would never do a test like you would never do two test groups one with lip injections one without so they don't advise it and if she wants to continue to do it she's gonna have a hard time finding a plastic surgeon hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com 
basically she'd have to find an unethical Could plastic surgeon. Could that be p- part of the reason for her disappearance? Because you have to get those injections pretty regularly. Well, yeah. not that regularly. I mean, I think they last like at least three or four months. Yeah, every couple months. So maybe like midway through the pregnancy, though. Pregnancy is nine months, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Gonna, and she's always been, she's talked about openly how insecure she is about her thin, yeah. thin lips. She'll be overlining a ton. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Stock we, up I mean, on her we had um, uh, one of our old reporters, Chloe, would, yeah. would get her lips done, was mm-hmm. very open about it. And she's, she was always very frustrated with how fast it would, it like would drain away. out of the lips. Yeah. yeah. She would have to be doing it all the time. She said it got very expensive because it just doesn't last. Yeah. And also, she probably can't do it if she's breastfeeding either. No, you, she can't at all. So, yikes. So, the Chloe, big challenge. Okay. Our former staffer, Chloe, came by with her little adorable baby, mm-hmm. Leo. Um, last week. Oh yeah. And I have to say, I didn't notice that her lips look any smaller. No, they I thought her great. lips look perfectly fine. <laughs> so Kylie's lips will probably look fine, but because she is so good with makeup. Yeah. But I mean, hers were so enlarged. Yeah. Wait, Chloe named her baby Leo. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Andrea yes. also name his yes. baby Leo? <laughs> yes. Another, another former staffer. Scandal. <laughs> that's right. Both former staffers. Wow. That's my family a, name. It's a hot name. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? Is Andrea, our former creative director, was Italian, yes. and Chloe's husband Brian is Italian. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. her. That's her husband's grandfather's Mazza's name. Mazza's and Venezia's. Yeah. Very Italian. Okay. I guess they're Anyways. all. They're all <laughs> Naming their babies after Leonardo da Vinci. What if I'm, my last name is Orlandini? What if I name my one of my illegitimate kids Leo? <laughs> one of my illegitimate Leo Orlandini. Kids. That's quite a mouthful. Yeah, that is. It's a lot of vowels. <laughs> so anyway, so Kylie should um, is out of sight. She's probably practicing making her lips look bigger and figuring out how to properly pose to show off her bump. But uh, at this point, um, there's no talk of marriage with Travis. Apparently. Apparently, he's being very attentive. We're hearing that he is is spoiling her. He's in touch with her all the time. And that the two of them went on a shopping spree and bought $70,000 worth of baby clothes. Good Lord. Good Lord. That baby's going to wear that those clothes one time and then not fit in them anymore. That's what happens. So what? 70000 <laughs> The spotlight is so bright on Travis Scott right now. Did you guys see that yeah. video went viral of him shooting hoops with the Houston Rockets this week? Of course, because he, it was on Hollywood Live. <laughs> and he like missed every shot. He was yeah. airballing him. So. Yeah, I mean. And then Chloe's ex, James Harden, was like, come on, man. You got to make one. I know. Well, well everybody. The Kardashian ev- curse. Exactly. That's what fans were saying. <laughs> He's hit been hit by the <laughs> Kardashian curse. I'll tell you. i tell you that's not the case. It was his form. He's clearly like not an experienced basketball player. He's, his form is. What is he? Not, a rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper. He's, just, he's not a baller. Yeah, so. Yikes. Leave it, leave. But we also know Kendall's reaction to this whole thing we're hearing. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's worried. She's a little worried. I kind of understand that. That's her little sister. Yes. She thinks it's, of course, wonderful, but she is worried that Kylie doesn't realize how much responsibility is involved in, in being a mother. Because it's not like you get the baby and you can enjoy it for a few months and give it away. Right. I mean, this is it for life. This yeah. is your kid. They're never going nowhere. Right. I know that. You can't just like <laughs> leave it in Germany like Mally the monkey. <laughs> do you remember Justin Bieber's yes. monkey? Oh, oh, yes, I do. I didn't know the name. I guess. He left his monkey in Germany. And- like, yeah. um, well, I think also Kendall's worried because Travis and Kylie haven't been together that long. No, they haven't. Was, so you don't really. It's not even really a committed know. relationship. Yeah. It was like three weeks in when this happened. Yeah, because it's. And so we also were hearing that Kendall doesn't necessarily think that like this is for the long run with with 
with Kylie and Travis. Well, she doesn't really see Travis as the fatherly the father. type. Yes. What does that mean? Like he's so young. Barely even knows him. How many guys I mean, are the fatherly type when they're like 25, 26 yeah. years old? But how many like women are the motherly type before they get pregnant? Then you just go. You like you learn. You have to like learn on the fly, right? It's not like you're born. Some people I was, are more like. I was so not motherly. I never even babysat. <laughs> I didn't like babies. I never touched a baby. I, know, I don't really like. I babies. never diapered a baby. <laughs> she would kick random babies in the street. <laughs> she trip them. Whenever no, you see I a baby know. running, you. Trip I had them. no interest in babies till I <laughs> but, had one. But then it just came to you naturally. Well, you fall in love with your baby. Yeah. Bonnie made my point for me. So maybe, <laughs> I think maybe Travis Scott will be an okay if he can hit one jumper. Okay. <laughs> you know he. I think what we learned from that video is he keeps trying. If at first he does not succeed, he'll keep trying until he make he'll, until he gets a swish. Do we know anything else about what Kendall thinks though? Uh, just that she's she's concerned. Oh, here's the other thing: she is not not thinking of having a baby. She's no. she's into her career. She doesn't think she's going to want to have uh, get pregnant for at least ten years. She's all about her modeling and where that may lead her. So. Do not expect to see any baby bumps coming onto Kendall's stomach. Well, I feel like she's going to come home to the family house in like next year and there's just going to be kids everywhere. Everywhere. And she's the only one that's going to walk in and be like, okay, I can go whenever I want. Do I don't you, have to yeah, worry Do you about really this. need your own baby at that point? No. You can just borrow one. There's so <laughs> and you, many. And then you can give them back. And, she has the best. And this week on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I know I always, always bring the show up because I, I watch it like a loser, but... <laughs> Courtney, Courtney on the on the show said directly that she would not rule out having another baby with Scott. She's open to it. Well, we also have heard that she won't rule out having a baby with Eunice. Eunice, I can never pronounce his name. Eunice, yeah. baby crazy. She is baby crazy. She loves babies. Well, she makes some beautiful ones. So she does, and like. she 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 snaps back. Yeah, she looks. She's never looked better. It surprises me that she said she, she says she wouldn't rule out. Being one with, with Scott, Scott again because like oh gosh Scott's a mess now really yeah really. and he his I mean he's been everywhere Ugh. he's done everyone <laughs> like I wouldn't want that thing near me <laughs> his penis has been around the world well should we just briefly talk about Scott yeah, and yeah. Sophia no wait wait let's just go back to the the whole Kendall no, Kylie uh Kardashian situation just think about it Chris Jenner now has four of her children being single parents. Rob is a single parent. Yeah. Courtney's a single parent. Kylie's going to be a single mother. And Chloe's going to be a single mother. Only one. Kim has a husband to help her raise those kids. Well, but that's a lot. But Kylie is still with Travis and for now. And but they're not moving in together. Right. So he's not really going to help raise the kid. Yikes. I mean, he can come and visit, but it's not the same as like getting up in the middle of the night with you. I feel like he's going to have to move in. If he wants to be a real like dad, you're going to have to live think together. So. Yeah. Tell that to him. <laughs> he's going to do drive- <laughs> he's going to do drive bys. He's going to do drive by parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Scott does drive by parenting. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> just throws the baby out of the car. Like, all right. Throws toys Your as turn. he's driving by. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. <laughs> drive by parenting. That's my new favorite. Yeah. And Tristan, Tristan's not moving in with Chloe. I wonder if Chloe's going to move to Cleveland full time. Oh, my God. Yeah. But did you this week on the show, we got a tour of her house in Cleveland with with um, Tristan. And literally, she has half his closet. All her stuff is there. She must have. She basically already lives there. Yeah. She must have a hundred pair of boots in his closet. (laughs) Like, it's insane. She's fully moved in there. So 
They might do it there. Yeah. So she could be living with him. Because he can't go he can't go anywhere. She can travel and work from wherever, maybe a little bit, but he can't leave yeah, Cleveland. No. Like he's Well, he goes on the road. Yeah, yeah. But he has to have a home base there because they play they play like I don't know how many I half know. the games. The basketball like 40, games is like a thousand it's games like 40 a year. Forty home so. games, forty something home games. Yeah. So He's stuck there. I know, but just think of these star athletes. There's no way he's getting up middle, in the middle of the night because no. he needs his sleep. He's He's got to be out on the basketball court and he's not, they're not going to be married. So he's going to be, it's your baby. You're taking care of this baby. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, should we, can we touch on Scott and Sophia now? Because uh, this is the relationship that is has shook the world, Bonnie. Shook. It's just shook. <laughs> well, it shook me. I don't get it. I don't get it on her behalf why she would be infatuated with Scott Disick, who's 34, almost twice her age. She's 19. And we'll explain this. For- this is this is a disaster, I feel like. They're obviously together. They've been hot and heavy. They've been spotted out multiple kissing, times. Kissing, kissing, kissing. Now they're at the point where they're posting on social media together yeah. all over each other. And now today, Lionel Richie, who's now promoting American Idol, he spoke to Us Weekly and said that he is not thrilled about this no, relationship he's scared he said, to death. I'm scared to death about it which wow. who can blame him every father should be scared to death when scott Nistic <laughs> comes near their daughter i feel like if you're 19 and 34 is already a huge range no matter who the guy is but then knowing it's scott like that's just double but as think bad about, think about this. he lionel says he's scared to death in the context that his daughter has already dated justin bieber <laughs> and he's still scared to death now like he because it's like who could be worse than justin scott <laughs> he wasn't already scared to death like justin seems like no big deal now compared to lord d yeah he's probably like oh i wish i could yeah. she could have stuck with justin he was kind of like he was kind of on the fence about justin he was like not really willing to say much right and- no well What we heard is that um, he felt that Justin was always very nice when he met him. He was very polite. He came to the house, I guess, a couple of times and he was respectful. So his point of view was I'm seeing uh, Justin being respectful and gentlemanly. He's treating my daughter well. Like he did treat her well until he dumped her. Right. Until he just ghosted her, really. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> well, because he was just, they were together and then he went on tour and that was it. Was there one moment gone. Yeah. So yeah, his quote today was, have I been in shock? I'm the dad. Come on. And they asked if he was happy for them. And he said, are you kidding me? I'm scared to death. <laughs> so, well, so at least he's honest. <laughs> that is true. I don't think I'd want to be on Lionel Richie's bad side, though, either. Like no. He's a pretty, like, a legend. I don't think... I don't know. He doesn't Scott have, Disick thinks he's a lord, but he's not. So I don't know if he knows. He doesn't, have like, he doesn't have like legend powers. No. And, and Lionel really is royalty. Yeah. Like he's music royalty. Off with his head. Um, <laughs> is But Emily, I mean, explain this in, in terms of like Scott is older and you think he's hot. Like there's, you see. Yeah, of course oh, you yeah. think he's oh, hot. You know, Scott's an attractive You man. get it, right? Like, he is not. He's, Oh, he's so attractive until he like starts talking. If you don't know anything about him, you're just walking by him on the street. He's so well dressed. He carries himself so confidently. He clearly knows how to smooth talk a girl. Got money. He has a lot of money. I mean, those are things that a girl would be attracted to. I don't know what they talk about on a regular basis. Yeah. I don't know what they have in common. But yeah, 
then he opens his mouth and yeah. you're like, oh, what an idiot. When he literally refers to himself as a lord. <laughs> like that's not, he really, I don't know if he takes that seriously. Maybe that's a funny side and of he, him that we're. I mean, he's always smoking, drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would see, find that so unattractive. I met him at Upfront's party a few years ago and he was so wasted, like falling over, yeah. which that's he's not a really attractive. Bad, he's a really unattractive drunk. Yeah. He's a little bit like David Beckham. Like he looks so handsome and then this squeaky little voice comes out of him and you're just like, well, it doesn't match the picture, you <laughs> yeah, know? That is true, yeah. <laughs> but David Beckham's an athlete. Like yeah. he takes care of himself and he, he is a great dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. also attractive. I feel like yeah. being a bad dad is not attractive. No. That's a turn off. He drops in on those kids once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> drive-by parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Definition of drive-by parenting. Um, okay, well, should we get to Wendy? Because This is really Mom, fun. You had a lot to say on this. <laughs> Woo. So <laughs> Wendy Williams has made a lot of enemies among celebrities and they are just basking in the fact that she has now had to deal with rumors about her own husband and her husband having an affair, a long-term affair, 10 years, with a woman that supposedly he bought a house for and has given diamond bling to. And um, this was just like a very, this affair was like, well, we don't know if it's absolutely true, but this reported affair um, was very well documented by um, Daily Mail, which is an outlet that kind of blew the door open on it. And they really went at it with lots of detail. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of celebrities now are like just kind of basking in the fact that Wendy's getting hers because she attacked them and their relationships and their behavior. And we have great sources on a lot of them. And um, here, let me just, we could read a couple of things that we have found out. Yeah. I mean, I know one of the most recent one would be Kevin Hart because that's such a, you know, topic that's been buzzy for a while that his wife, you know, was he reportedly had cheated on her. There were multiple reports about it. And Wendy kind of called him out on it multiple times on the show. But she is spoken out and saying that she's standing by Wendy and thinks it's, you know, she feels bad for her. And she she really has like sends her heart out to her, which I think is nice that she's saying Very nice that. of an eco. I think it's a little shocking because Wendy has been pretty rough on them. She hasn't gone lightly well, on that whole. Wendy's gloves off. And we yeah. played the clip last week on the show of yeah. her addressing the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And she, what was interesting about her statement on it is that she didn't deny. No, right. she did not. She was, yeah, it was she like Rex Tillerson together. this morning who didn't deny <laughs> that he called Trump a moron. He yeah. just said, oh, I'm not going to talk about that. Like Washington. Yeah. Those just, are just Washington uh, people talking. She just showed her ring and said, if there's anything to know, you would know. And he's here with me. But she didn't deny any of the no, specific she claims. Didn't. So. I, it does I seem. I feel like if it, if it wasn't wasn't true, she probably would deny it. Yes. Yeah. You would think it's you so, would stand up for so, your husband. It's it so easy to say this isn't true. He didn't cheat. Yeah. Right. So here here's Beyonce's reaction that we found out. <laughs> so Wendy had a lot to say about all of the cheating rumors. Um, well, basically, Jay Z's now fessed up to that that he did mm-hmm. that he was not loyal to Beyonce. And of course they have their lemonade album and what's his 444. Yep, mm-hmm. It's yep. all about the cheating and how he's, how she forgave him and he um, made up, you know, determined not to cheat anymore. But anyway, so Beyonce apparently has been smiling and laughing over the cheating <laughs> drama that Wendy Williams is currently going through with her husband. Um, especially so here, 
Wendy has been on Beyonce's list of people she doesn't like ever since the talk show host said that Bay sounds like she has a fifth grade education. (laughs) (laughs) Beyonce never forgets disses like this. And now she finds it entertaining that Wendy's husband could be leading a double life with another woman. Beyonce thinks that Wendy is getting the karma she deserves. And she also thinks Wendy, who has always judged and criticized others, now looks like a hypocrite. Beyonce even joked with her friends, how does that lemonade taste, Wendy? (laughs) (laughs) Wendy has her own Becky G, Becky with a good hair. Yeah, literally. Um, I guess, uh, wait, is there anyone else who's reacted to this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Chris Brown. Bonnie, that was delicious. How's Chris Brown feeling? Chris Brown is also loving the Wendy Williams cheating (laughs) scandal because she has slammed him for his mistakes. (laughs) And uh, let's see what he he feels. These are all from excellent sources. Okay. Chris is loving the whole Wendy drama. As far as he's concerned, it's a classic case of karma biting her on the ass. (laughs) (laughs) A source told Hollywood Life, Wendy has publicly slagged Chris time after time, and he's sick of her holier-than-thou act. Has Chris messed up? Yeah, of course he has. He's human, and we all mess up. Chris can't help feeling that Wendy has brought this on herself. She set herself up to be humiliated by sitting in judgment of others for all these years, and he doesn't have an ounce of sympathy for her. Literally sitting in judgment in her little chair. A chair every morning. With her graphics behind her, just like really reveling and all yeah. the all the pain of other people oh, um yeah it's, it's a little bit do you do you buy this bonnie that this is karma that this is the some, i don't buy that some it's just, karma just, no i don't mean magical karma but like <laughs> that there is a element of justice and just desserts in this i feel like she is pretty rough on some celebrities we watch her we i love her because she does like i you love said, how she's gloves off she, she does is. not yeah she does not care she tells it how it is but sometimes she gets pretty critical of them so i don't really blame celebrities for kind of feeling like well what goes around comes around, I guess. Fair well, enough. you know who else is his um, like sipping tea right now is Kim Kardashian <laughs> yes. because Wendy talked about how she and Kanye that she thought they had a fake marriage, and Kim's like, "Hey, who's got the fake marriage now?" It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, yikes. yikes! Well, then there's another couple who also feel vindicated, and that's Ti and Tiny. And this was really recent that yeah. she went that Wendy went after Ti and Tiny. She called Ti short, didn't she? I know. No, yeah. Ti well, short. Tiny. And she said that Ti that Tiny she made um, a crack about her rear end that yeah. it was fake. Yeah. And she also talked about their relationship. Yeah, I mean we've been t- we've been talking about this for a long time that we've been thinking they were going to get back together. A lot of sources have been saying that they were pu- being pulled back together, but she did file. She had filed at one point. Yeah, for tiny. Divorce. Tiny yes. had filed, but it sounds like that's off for now. And oh no, it is off. It is together. off. They, um, tiny went on a radio interview today, and she said that the divorce is off. Yes, and, she and she said that-, that they they keep running back to each other. And they go through things, but at the end of the day, she said, we can run for it for a minute, but all I care about is coming back to you. I think that's just so nice. And they did it for 16 years. That's a long time. Well, they have a lot of children together. Now they (laughs) They have, it's very much a his, hers, and theirs Mm -hmm. because they each have children that they had before. Right. And then children together. But T.I. has raised the children that she had before. Mm -hmm. I mean, we interviewed her older daughter. Um... Gosh, I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> and and she said that T.I. has been a dad to her. She loves T.I. So the kids are really happy that they're back together. This is our family. Uh, yeah, that's so nice. I feel like that's awesome to hear because, I mean, in this interview, she said, 
we can deal with each other's craziness, move forward and do what's best for us and for the kids, which ultimately, like you said, I mean, they're both parents that I feel like it takes a lot to take care of other another person's kids. And if you really love someone and I feel like especially because they're a joint family with different parents involved, that that's that's nice to see them back together. Yeah. So but, <laughs> but Hollywood like did tell you first because we've been reporting that they were getting back together and that they were officially back together before she just said it today. So that's right. Just want you to know. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. And they feel vindicated because Wendy had um, had dissed them as a couple as well. So listen, Wendy, we love you mm-hmm. and we do like your honesty, but you know, you you don't hold back. Yeah. And now these uh, celebrities ain't holding back either. <laughs> now, speaking of not holding back, make sure you come to our, our podcast again next week and come to this Hollywood Life site because we've got stories on all of these things. And we will be posting an interview, a celebrity interview on Friday. So tune in for our celebrity interview on um, Friday right here. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.